This Thursday night football props edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? We have so much to talk about. The trade deadline this season of the NFL has been ex. I was going to say spectacular and splendid, and I said X, so I screwed it up. But boy, days of our league. Fuck you, NBA. Get out of here. Like sands through the hour. Get out of my league. So are the days of our league. He's requesting a trade. Will he get a trade? What? Oh, how is this going to impact the cap? Naheem Hines, all of a sudden, a Buffalo Bill. What did James Cook do wrong? <laughs> Zach Moss out what, of the house. What's going on in Miami? <laughs> it's funny all the all the players that the Dolphins ended up getting. Uh, you know, Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and then you just imagine. Oh wait, if. Imagine if the 49ers had those guys instead of uh, Trey Lance. Jalen Waddle also. Jalen Waddle, you're right. That was the third one I was looking for. Uh, yeah, imagine if the 49ers had uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb instead of Trey Lance. Would they do that trade? Uh, I mean, right now, who do you he- heads up game on a neutral site? Miami versus San Francisco. Who are you taking? It's kind of interesting because I do think the 49ers, the way they can just like ugly up a game and out physical you. It, it would be pretty interesting. McDaniel's the first disciple of Shanahan who I feel like could actually like level up the offense to another place. Well, yeah. Any, any has receivers. St- All right. Got a lot to get to <laughs> Thursday night props. Uh, we got, uh, we're going to be giving out our props first touchdown bets, build your own bet. Uh, going to be joined by Ryan McIntyre in just a second, Ryan. But before we do that, Listen to those trumpets blare. That's right. When you hear that noise, you know it's time to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bets. That's right. They got the win bet happy hour on Thursday, 5 to 6 p.m. East for the best odds on marquee games. Who doesn't want better odds? So many states now Virginia, Tennessee, New York, New Jersey, Michigan, Louisiana, Indiana, Colorado, Arizona. If you're not in those states, maybe you're visiting those states. Maybe you should visit those states. Maybe you should go on a win bet. Uh, a little win bet tour, whatever it is. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet has you covered. Bet $100, get a $100 risk free bet. And we, of course, will be building our own bets, AKA their same game parlays. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. Offer subject change terms, conditions at winbet. The comments you 21 or older, present in the state where place win bet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 40. 700 and we are giving out autographed jerseys, Ryan. That's right. 
either a Lawrence Taylor or Brian's uh, Dawkins jersey. Completely free to enter. All you got to do go to youtubecom podcast, Hit subscribe. Comment on a video. Each new video is a chance to win. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss when you are announced the winner. Joining us on the line, you know him from the college experience and the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. Ryan McIntyre. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, guys? Glad to be the third leg of the NFC Beast Pod here today. <laughs> yes. Now you are a uh, Redskins Commanders football team fan, so <laughs> shout out to you. Uh, how are you reacting to the news that Dan Snyder supposedly hired Bank of America to explore a sale of the franchise? Are you one of the people that really likes Dan Snyder? Which I don't know who those people are, but uh, I imagine you got to be excited, right? Or yeah, no. If uh, you find who people that like Dan Snyder, let me know, and I'll put them in a locker because uh, Dan Snyder <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah, he's ruined our franchise over the last thirty years, and uh, we haven't had a championship since nineteen ninety one. When Snyder officially does sell the team, that deserves a parade in DC. I think. Ooh, yeah. That's I mean, a fun. That's a fun championship style parade. That would be really yeah. hilarious. If- like carrying the new owner through the streets. <laughs> like. Yeah, just well, burning, seen, Sean. Some of these burning uh, Dan Snyder effigies. Some of these uh, British kind of so- the trend is now. If you're an American with money, you're going overseas and you're buying and rescuing an yeah. old soccer club. And and there's videos of like these people being serenaded at local bars, <laughs> things like that. Well, I mean, I would imagine if someone comes in and buys, oh. if Jeff Bezos comes in and buys the the Redskins, he's going to be carried through the streets all the way to his private island, aka Epstein <laughs> Island. So. Excited for the excited for the NFL to be to be rid of Daniel Snyder. Yeah, I mean it's fun to make fun of Daniel Snyder, but all joking aside, I'm worried as an Eagles fan that if Dan Snyder sells the team to anyone, it's going to make the the Redskins a better well, team because he he's been so so bad as an owner, it's been an easy write off for almost every season to just go, oh well, the yeah, Commanders football team Redskins, eh, they got Dan Snyder, they'll be yeah, we don't have to worry about them. I'm worried. What if Bezos comes in? We see obviously knows how to turn a business around. I I'm worried they might be a competent. Not team. sure the Amazon model works with uh, football <laughs> players, but yeah. I well I I I wish them the worst of luck. But Ryan, is there someone <laughs> you're is there someone you're rooting for as far as ownership? I mean, probably Bezos. I wouldn't mind Ted Leonsis. He's already got the Wizards and Capitals, so I wouldn't mind him. He's done a good job with those franchises. But I'm I'm in the camp of just anybody but Daniel Snyder, so it, it can't get any worse. And for me, and Sean, probably you as well. I don't want to speak for you, but since we are a Goodell podcast, mm. when someone starts saying crazy shit about they're trying to damage <laughs> the league, damage the shield, yeah. what do we have to do? Protect the shield. Yeah, get them on the boat. Send them, send them away. Have a swim with the fishies. It is, it is really funny. It went from I got dirt on these NFL owners. I'm gonna release it to, uh, you know what? I'm considering selling the team. There yeah. must have been some conversation behind the scenes yeah, where you, they go, uh, "Do you want us to release the real emails?" That's what they must have said because I still, and I don't even know if it's a conspiracy theory, but. It it cracks me up that the only emails they released were the ones where Gruden was saying, uh, you know, disparaging shit. And I can't again if someone went through your private emails, God help us all. There had to have been some some stuff that Snyder said or some of these other guys on the email thread. I mean, 
Uh, John Gruden wasn't even working for the team. He calls Roger Goodell an anti-football pussy, which is kind of funny. Well, he says not some anymore. Other, not anymore. It's not funny. He, he says some. He says some. You know, bad stuff. Um, again, not defending what he said, but I think they were. I think they held out like, "Hey, we're going to release the real report on everything." It, doesn't it seem like there was some sort of leverage the NFL is using against him? I think he lost Jerry Jones and that was about his only ally because Jerry's like, man, I can just keep little brother here and just keep kicking his ass every year. And then <laughs> finally he's like, man, I can't defend this guy anymore. He's stealing money from the league. So yeah, that's, yeah, that I was think the other, did. that yeah. was the other, like, all right, if other NFL owners are accusing you of cooking the books to take their yeah. money, you're, you're on your way out. Um, what about the uh, NFL season in general? You you mentioned the NFC beast. I, it has to be a surprise, even for Ryan and I as homers, that the NFC East is is dominating so well. I mean, even the I think like the Adam no division, team under five hundred. Yes. in the division, most um, wins uh, division in the NFC East. Uh, what do you what do you attribute the NFC's dominance to this year? You know, that's a great question. I would say defense because I mean, the Eagles, I mean, we've seen it with their secondary, they're dominant as much as we hate the Cowboys between us three, Micah Parsons in that group, they're dominant. The giants are playing competent football with Brian Dayball. I know, I know Kramer loves him some <laughs> Brian Dayball. So Dayball uh, for Dayball. <laughs> yeah, they just, they're playing, they're, they're letting other teams make mistakes. I know the DVOA people don't like the giants. So, um, and then Heineke's got the skins back in the hunt, I guess. And we got rid of Wentz and now all of a sudden we're starting to win some games. <laughs> I was, I, I burst out laughing when they said, uh, and Wentz will return in four weeks. I'm like, return to what the bench. Yeah. He's not seeing the field again. Right. I mean, they, they're no. just going to ride it out with Heineke. I, the only yeah. reason Wentz was probably playing was because they gave up two thirds for him. Um, yeah. And, and maybe we see some Sam Howell. What's your, what's your take on uh Wait, was it Sam Howell, Ron? Yeah. yeah. What's your take yeah. on uh, Sam Howell? Do you think he sees any time? Heineke is, I think Ryan or Colby compared him to Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I think is like a pretty good comparison where it's like there's no real ceiling. All but, gas, no brakes. But man, you like yeah. a guy who just lays it out on the line and he can, you know, win some close games for you. What's your take on Heineke and, and do you think we see the rookie at all this year? See, I love Heineke because I, I'll throw out a name for you, Sean. He's like a poor man's Jeff Garcia. He's just oh, reckless, yeah. yep. makes shit happen, and and they find a way to win a game. He can be awful for three quarters and then come alive and throw it up to Terry McLaurin, and they find a way to steal one. So he's nine and eight as a starter. I think with Heineke, they're an eight nine win team. But with Sam Howell, I think it it's the unknown. Maybe he is a friend. Maybe he's Russell Wilson back in the day where you step into something where. I know everybody kills Russell Wilson now, but like once upon a time, oh, Russell yeah. Wilson was a steal in the draft. <laughs> well, that's before we found out no one went to his birthday party. Uh, yeah. NFC NFC East team, Sean, nineteen and four outside the division. That's crazy. Yep. That is that is insane. Um, all right, let's get to it. Let's talk Thursday night props. Before we do that, shout out to Rocket Money. Oh man, I am loving this thing. It it's so easy. If you're like me again, you put your credit card in, you turn on the auto pay. It's super convenient. But then 
you forget all the things you've signed up for, or they get you in with the free trial. And then next thing you know, you're getting bills, but you don't, maybe you don't notice the five 99, the nine 99, this stuff adds up. Uh, rocket money is great. It comes through all your subscriptions. It makes it super easy to cancel the ones you don't use. You no longer want to use. All you got to do is go to rocketmoney.com slash S G P N that's rocketmoney.com slash S G P N. Again, you could save hundreds, maybe even thousands, depending on. I'm sure Ryan over there has signed up for a ton of things. He has no idea. And this, this would actually be very useful for someone like me. Yes. I, I, Ryan as I'm hearing not, you talk about he it, he doesn't like, comb through with a fine tooth comb. He's just like, ah, you know, give him the card, not think about it. But again, a couple hundred extra bucks a year. That's stuff you could be yeah. depositing over a win bet, put in sweet parlays. So, sounds like a plus EV situation 100%. for me to tap into. Rocketmoney.com/sgpn, and of course, we're also brought to you by Babbel. Babbel makes it super easy, super fun to learn a second language. Ten minutes a day. Next thing you know, three weeks later, you're talking in another language: uh, German, English, Spanish, Italian. They have speech recognition technology to help you improve your pronunciation and accent. And again, they make it fun. They got podcasts, games, videos, and a 20-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. But that's not going to happen. Babbel.com/sgp for up to 55% off. B a b B E L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble language for life. Kramer, I'll give you the honors. What is your first uh, prop bet you like? All right, we're unders, 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 unders. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Do I go under completions or pass touchdowns for Jalen Hurts? Really? Well, I mean, my logic would be hey, they're 14 point favorites. The mm. Houston's been pretty horrible on the ground. I don't think they're going to need to throw all that much based on your reaction there. It's, it seems like you feel like the passing touchdowns is offensive because of how godlike AJ Brown has been. And uh, so I will lean to the under 28 and a half pass attempts. Okay. Just don't think they're going to need it to get there. Uh, we also could see a situation where he's not playing the whole game. That's that's certainly true with the 14 point spread. I'm going to pivot off that. I'm going to say Jalen hurts over Two thirty-three and a half passing really? yards. Yeah, the the logic here is, even in a game where they blow them out and they use the running backs a bunch, he can still get there. I mean, compared Derek Carr threw for two hundred forty-one against the Texans, and that was with Josh Jacobs having an insane game, three rushing touchdowns. To me, the number is just way too low at two thirty-three and a half. Um, I do think, you know, again, their rushing defense is bad, but so is their passing defense. Uh, I'll get to where I think they're going to funnel the passing stuff through, but I think at two thirty-three and a half, it's low enough that uh, I'm in on it. So yeah, give me Jalen hurts uh, passing yards over two thirty-three and a half. I wouldn't, pl- I wouldn't play this as like an alt to your point. I don't think like th- 300 plus makes sense, but I mean, he threw for 300 yards in the first half of the Redskins game. Sorry, Ryan, but uh, Jalen Hurts. I remember. Kind, kind of a beast. What do you got for your uh, first prop here in the game? So I'll go the same narrative. I'll go Miles Sanders over 80 and a half rushing yards. He, last week, he had nine carries for 78 yards. And we all saw that Texans run defense where they knew the Titans were running and they still couldn't stop King Henry uh, going yeah. for 200 plus. So I think it's it's one of those Eagles games where they get ahead and they kind of just sit on it and they're bored and they just go through the motions in the second half and run the ball. Yeah. As much as I would like to come up with a fun way to say, Oh, the Eagles are in trouble. It, it, it seems like they could deploy like a four headed rushing attack mm. and just 
like be done with it and move on. And I'm actually going to jump ahead of you, Sean, because my second prop correlates to his first prop. Team Ryan thinking alike. Miles Sanders to go over 125 yards rushing Ooh. is plus 425. Oh I like that. Hashtag and I would even go as far to say as I'd play the ladder. I'd go over his prop. I'd go over 100 yards for plus 180. I'd go over 125 for plus 425, and I'd go over 150 for 10 to one. If you really want to get crazy, well, and but he's had um, certainly last year he had a bunch of long runs. There, there's been times where he has like. Broken off 70, 60 yard runs before. You want to hear, you know, you know, I'm a narrative guy. Yeah. What I, what I think could, we could see is there was a lot of talk about how the team wanted to bring in a running back. Mm. So, what better way to then show, hey, we didn't bring in the running back? Yeah. Miles Sanders then has the, that big kind of bell cow. Let's give him 25 plus carries and see what he can do. So, Miles Sanders over 125 yards plus 425. Sean, what's your first prop? Uh, well, it's my second because I also oh, sorry, had Jalen Hurts right. uh, over passing yards. That's right. I'm taking Devonta Smith over four receptions. Win bet has it at four. I saw some places had four and a half, so I like grabbing the four here. I've noticed they seem to, to your point, Ryan narrative or you know Ryan's. Uh, I've noticed we we hire so many. That's Ryan's a new at name. Company. That's like a new. That's a modern 2022. Uh, Ryan's. Name. Yes. What's Probably your name, Ryan's? <laughs> yeah. Is there a, there's an I and a Z in there? Uh, it seems like after AJ Brown has a massive game, they kind of go out of their way to make sure, Hey, Devonta, we still got you. You're still a part of the game plan. And even in like, he had kind of a quiet game uh, last week. It was like five for 35 or something like that, but he still got five catches. Um, you know, after that massive game against Detroit, where he had 156 yards receiving AJ Brown, they came back and hit Devonta Smith with seven for 80. I think they're going to go out of their way to use him. And then also, I do think Derek Stingley jr. Their best cornerback, even though he's a rookie, I, I think they'll put on AJ Brown and could create some opportunities for Devonta Smith. So over four receptions feels pretty low here for uh, Devonta Smith. But I really, I do like your ladder angle too, uh, Ryan. I just think four is a low number for Devonta. I just know that uh, Bowser and I are going to be texting about this at some point <laughs> in the future. Like this is the game where I think you roll it out and just t take Miles Sanders as high as you'll you're allowed to. I, I think, and I think for the um, for the showdown slate, you put Miles Sanders as your captain. Um, mm. And then you put Damian Pierce as the Texans guy, and then just build around that. And I think you go like Devonta, Goddard, uh, Gainwell, Quez Watkins, some of those other random guys around Hurts in there as well. So, uh, what do you what do you got here? Uh, Moneyline Mac is that your that's your Twitter handle, right? Delicious. Yeah. By the yeah. way, we we didn't touch this on top, but that is an awesome hand. Like Mat mattress Mac is pissed off he didn't get that first. <laughs> We were talking about Mattress Mac. Colby blew our minds. We didn't know who Mattress Mac was. It's like when he didn't know who uh, Adrian Wojnarowski was. It's like I, I get it. You're not an NBA guy, but like, how does that not come across your feed? Uh, very surprising. Money line yeah, Mac. No, I, I haven't seen a narrative uh, flip on somebody since Russell Wilson, where everybody <laughs> loved the guy, then hated the guy the next ten minutes later. Oh, uh, it was um, really I'm funny. Gonna, I'm gonna go to the other running back because. I think the only way the Texans move the ball is to run the ball. It, and it's kind of been like that all year. So I'll go Damian Pierce over 63 and a half. We just saw it in the Sunday night game where Buffalo got a big and green Bay just runs the ball just to like not get completely blown out. So I think Houston does the same thing. And the Eagles are like, all right, you can run the ball down 17 and we'll give it to you. 
No, I mean Damian Pierce, he seems game script proof. And the Eagles at times, I would say, like we talked about this on the Diehard Eagles podcast for all the Eagles fans. In, in general, um, their weakness has been stopping the run. Like if you could figure out like one thing that they're probably the weakest at, Jordan Davis also gonna miss four to six mm-hmm. weeks with a high oh, ankle no. sprain. Uh he'll be back for the playoffs. Sorry I, to hear that. Um, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Uh, Damian Pierce last week was the only week he hasn't gone over his rush yards, with the exception of week one. So it does feel like I mean they're gonna give him. I would still say like you know eighteen twenty carries. Uh, you know I think the only way he doesn't get there is if they don't get enough first downs to like get enough plays in. But he's he's the best player on their offense. I think. I mean maybe Brandon Cooks, but uh, I like Damian Pierce. The guy's a dog. Kramer, what do you got? What's your third prop are, here? Are we, are we? Is it legal to play kicking props? Sure. That is a disgusting <laughs> act. What do you got? All right, we're gonna play. I, I, I just think this is the kind of game that the Eagles are gonna be living on the Texans side of the field. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna score all the touchdowns. I was I basically flipped a coin here. Do I trust that uh, Lovey Smith's going to be driving the ball with? No, I don't. Even though they're, they're, he's he's had some games. Give me Jake Elliott to go over one and a half field goals. Hmm. Uh, again, it, it falls into the narrative of they're going to be out there on that side of the field. There's going to be opportunities probably in the second half with the, they dial it back a little bit, and if the urgency isn't there to score touchdowns with with maybe not Miles Sanders uh, in the fourth quarter, Jake Elliott gets this done. In the second half, maybe alone. No field goals first half. All the, if you can find a I second mean the, half the prop, under, especially Thursday night games, the under and the field goal totals have just been straight cash, homie. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, this is a fun. This is an easier way in my mind to play the team total. I do think the Eagles are going to put up some decent points, even if they take the foot off their gas. I do like them to get to thirty. Um, you can Ooh. take over twenty nine and a half, or you can take over three and a half touchdowns. So I'm going to take over three and a half touchdowns. I like that bet a little bit better, just because. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Ryan's pulling out the uh, schedule, the, schedule play sheet. the schedule grids entering the situation. Uh, I like over three and a half touchdowns because I do think they get four, and I you know I could see them getting twenty eight and. You know, if it's like 28 10, maybe they take the foot off the gas and don't end up getting mm-hmm. to 30 versus 29 and a half, then you would imagine you have to get three touchdowns and three field goals. That's the four touchdowns seems more likely to me than three touchdowns wow. three field goals. All right. I did the math. They crunched the numbers. I like that. Uh McIntyre. I'm gonna call you a different thing every time around. What what oh, do you good. got here? What do you got here for your third prop? So I'll go back to that Eagles secondary. I'm going to go Davis Mills to throw two interceptions or more Ooh. plus two twenty-five. Okay, I like mm. that. He's uh he's coming to the show prepared. Plus plus EV situation. Oh, yeah. Don't some just dogs. Take, you need some it, dog prices. Don't take dog. the over half. Go straight to two interceptions. I mean this. You know we'll we'll be discussing this in a little bit with first touchdowns. But I certainly think. 
there there's almost an expectation that the Eagles defense are, is going to have multiple opportunities to score. So, well, I mean, Davis Mills, we saw that. Uh, that was when I officially hopped off the Davis Mills Texans win the division train. I'm this close to shredding my ticket uh, for entertainment purposes. But <laughs> when he in that fourth quarter, when we when we had Texans plus seven, just needed to get that backdoor cover against the Raiders who are playing soft coverage, he drops uh. back and just throws it directly to. The guy on the Raiders, I I just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, the Eagles are are creating turnovers left and right. Uh, Davis Mills two interceptions. It, it doesn't seem like they're gonna do it. They're gonna let Davis Mills play out this season. I don't see him getting pulled. And I might have been wrong about Lovey Smith being the perfect coach for tanking. <laughs> if I yeah, I mean, it turns out maybe Lovey Smith at maximum capacity is still a tank coach. Yes, he, he turns out he is. The perfect coach for tanking. Uh, all right, let's get to the first touchdown bets. I'll kick it off. I'm going to go against the grain. I mean, Hertz is down to like five or six to one, which obviously I like that. But I think to Ryan's point with the rushing quarterbacks, I want to see like eight or nine to one. Um, seven fifty is my like that. Like if it's Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts or Lamar, and it's seven fifty, I'll still take it. Yeah, but at at five to one, I just don't think there's much value in it. Can I say something sure. controversial? I think in general, our onslaught on the first touchdown markets has been noticed. These prices keep going down and down. It really is. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh and and just in general. So I think just in in general they're depressing the prices cuz they know. They know, Sean. I'm going to go Quez Watkins. <laughs> um I always I, I'm a sucker for Quez Watkins. He's he's 28 to 1 and he's their third receiver, Ryan. <laughs> no, I I don't I don't hate it, but I love that how consistent oh, you are. I, uh, Eagles defense or special teams twenty to one. Again, like when Darius Slay gets an interception, he's looking to score. Um, to Ryan's point, like I, I think there's going to be plenty of Davis Mills turnovers, and then Kenneth Gainwell at seventeen to one. I think he's interesting because I would not be shocked if the Eagles are going down on a long drive. Miles is getting a bunch of carries. They get in the red zone. Kenneth Gainwell still randomly gets some red zone looks and opportunities. I think it's 17 to one um, for whatever reason, they like him near the goal line. And also there's a chance, you know, he he's involved in the screen game, a bunch. Uh, he could break off a tackle there and you know, somewhere in the red zone. So I like him a lot there at 17 to one. Let, let, uh, let our guest Ryan go first. Be polite, Sean uh, McIntyre. What do you got for your first touchdown bets? What do you like? Let's go back all the way to week one when they finally scored first. I'm gonna go OJ Howard with the home team, twenty five to one. So a name from the past. Uh, oh uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam Pelletier appreciates that one. I like it. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> the uh, what was what was Adam's proclamation? On oh, OJ he is Howard? going to be a yeah. starting <laughs> tight end somewhere. On, I guess, on I guess, any other team, right? On any I guess, is he the starter still? I guess he is, right? I mean. Jordan Aikens sees some time, but yeah, I mean, OJ Howard, I would say is still the starter. I don't know. I, I got to go back and look at my uh, Houston Texans snap share, but OJ Howard. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that. Uh, as, as unfortunate as it would be if the Texans go up seven, nothing. Uh, so, all right, Sean, so you, you just have one, Ryan. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I mean the chalk one is taking the hometown Kid Jalen Hurts plus four fifty, but yeah, you guys touched on it. I mean that's that's too low a price. Yeah, well, and that's the other thing to to uh, um to McIntyre's point. Hurts homecoming. That's why I think they're yep. going to let him throw a little bit. I I I like the Sanders angles as well, 
but it's you like, saying that makes me think like, uh oh. What do you mean, uh oh? Hometown game. They like let him try to show out a little bit. That's a recipe for a random upset on Thursday night, Sean. Oh, do you think the Texans? You're gonna take him on the money line? I just think they can go. <laughs> I can. We'll talk about it on the NFL Pick Show. Uh, tune in tonight. Yes, but. I will say this. I, I think this is the kind of game you don't overthink. You watch what the the Titans just did with Malik Willis and Derrick Henry, and you just you're better. You're a much much better version of that. Go do that. Don't get cute. Don't get cute. All right. So I'm going to play th- because I love the running attack, and I can't take Miles Sanders. I can't take Jalen Hurts. So I'll take the other two running backs. I know you keep giving me a meh when it comes to Boston Scott. Well, give me Kenneth Gainwell at 17 to one. Give me Boston Scott at 20 to one uh, on the other side. I, I, I hate this. And I like Ryan's angle with OJ Howard, but give me a guy who plays the same position, Sean hmm. and received. You wouldn't believe it. 30 tight end snaps. That's three more than Mr. OJ Howard ran <laughs> four more routes than OJ Howard. Sorry, I don't mean to make uh, Team Ryan look bad over there, but Brevin Jordan, thirty-five to Brevin one. Brevin Jordan, that was the other guy, yeah. And give me the Eagles defense at twenty to one. That's uh, I'm going to play a, a third Eagle in this one. I, I do think their anytime is the cheapest anytime touchdown price. I don't think I've ever seen one go south of four to one. It's like plus three fifty. Really, the that's Eagles a, that's defense. That's insane. So then, to that's, that point, that's like a that's like the same price for reference as Kenneth Gainwell. I think on the anytime. <laughs> Um. So yeah, no, and and so then I do think there's even more value if if there any time is down that low, and you're getting first touchdown at, at twenty to one. We should come up with a formula, Ryan, that compares uh, anytime touchdown and first touchdown and finds like what that what that ideal multiplier is. Or yeah, it's it's kind of like a parabolic nonlinear relationship, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally hit that nerd button. Uh, I I do think that there there becomes value once the anytime gets gets in the plus three fifty or north range, uh, relative. So like in this case, there there's more value to me on the the uh, Eagles anytime than there would be on the first touchdown because I I just think that's such a live bet all the way through. Whereas I would play Kenneth Gainwell seventeen to one first touchdown before I would play his plus three ten or whatever it is. Got it. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a simple formula. It's a very nuanced thing. Sean. <laughs> it's not a simple system like Nick Sirianni's. All right. Time to build your own bet uh, over at win bet sports gambling podcast.com slash win bets. Here we go. Hurts uh, over 240 passing yards. Again, I, I think that number is too low. Uh, Gainwell to get a touchdown. I think he's kind of due, and obviously he's involved a little bit in the rushing and receiving game. And then Devonta Smith touchdown. It was a it was a AJ Brown game. Now they're going to make sure Devonta gets his looks. I like him going up against the Texans second cornerbacks as well. Twenty to one that pays. I mean, would have been insane. great to know about this before we played Devonta Smith in our DFS lineup last week, Sean. Well, Ryan, you were there hmm. on the prop show where we said, where I said uh, AJ Brown's going to have a massive game. They're going to get him involved, All right. and he went off. Money line, Mac. What do you got? What's your build your own bet? I will go for the game under 45 and a half. I think it's going to be a Ooh. boring under again in the prime <laughs> time. I think the Eagles get up and just sit on it. 
Devontae Smith over 50 and a half yards. You touch on it. Whenever AJ Brown has a big game, they go back to Smith. And then I'll take, I didn't take it in the first uh, touchdown prop, but I'll throw this in the uh, build drone bet. Eight, uh, Jalen hurts plus four forty as the first time touchdown that pays 17 to one. There you go. Maybe Let's that's the go. Way. You just build yep. parlays around. It. Right? <laughs> I see like once again, coming in with his money line plus EV move. All right. So just for fun, the Eagles have three running backs that have scored touchdowns. Hmm. What if they all scored a touchdown tonight? Everyone eats Scott Gainwell Sanders. all score 60 to one. That price doesn't seem right. That's actually a great. I like that Ryan because you saw that. I think they they give them to him. They they like, hey Boston, hey your turn, Boston I, Scott, I, get in here. I'll have to double check. I know Gainwell and uh and Scott both scored in that uh, week one game against the Lions, and I'm pretty sure Sanders may have as well. So uh, there's certainly a, a world too where Sanders scores early, and then they you get Gainwell Scott late. It's important that they uh, make sure to have everyone feeling great because they do have a big game against Washington on deck. Yeah, look, look out. ahead, spot. <laughs> yeah, they could be looking ahead to the Commanders. We could be in trouble. Uh, and the World Series is going on. So what if you're the average Philly fan? Yeah. Obviously, we have uh, eight TVs. God's well, eye. Well, this is a discussion on the uh, money line. Mac, I, he's a professional. I'm sure he has a two screen setup yeah. minimum. No but doubt. The, a, the average Philadelphia fan. Uh, AKA mouth breather might only have oh, one right. screen. How dare you? <laughs> so what, what game comes on? So I think you, if you only have, I'm assuming you have a cell phone. Cause I was told by uh, someone very recently, cause you're, you're very football biased, but the Phillies are quite a team of the town I'm told. And while the Eagles are probably one for sure, there, there may be people that view this as a one, a one B situation. No, right that's now. not, that's not so anywhere what, close. What screen are you watching? Uh, you're watching the Eagles, but then you got keeping an eye on the Phillies game on your phone. Now, if the e if the um if the Phillies win uh, game four tonight and it's a closeout game against the Astros, I think you're going to be more inclined to switch over there a little bit earlier. Uh, make sure so, you catch so the last a champion a championship series is worth less than a throwaway Thursday night game laying 14 there's, points there's, on the road. There's no throwaway games Got in it. the national football Got league, right? You know, you may, the- you may look ahead to the schedule, but Jalen hurts. Doesn't look okay. ahead to the schedule. <laughs> this guy is locked in. He's a dog Okay. and they're going to be focused. No, it's, it's Eagles versus everyone. Are you worried um, about his well being going back to Houston behind enemy lines after saying he's no longer going to root for the Astros and will be rooting for the Phillies? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I mean, the guy can squat six hundred pounds, Ryan. He can take care of himself. Just, yeah, just I wanna, appreciate the concern. Just though. wanted to flush out some potential risks. No risks, only rewards. Hey, uh, Ryan, thanks for calling into the show. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Moneyline Mac. Uh, check him out on the NFL Gambling Podcast. What do you guys got coming up on the NFL Gambling Podcast? Uh, right after this, J Mark and I are previewing Week Nine early games. I can't believe we're halfway done already, man. Listen to that laser focus, right? And also uh, on the uh, college experience as well, talking college hoops. So Mm -hmm. much uh, stuff going on over at Sports Gaming Podcast and the whole network. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, comment on one of the posted videos. Every comment is a chance to win either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawkins jersey. Sean, Thank I you got, for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I got to be honest. I ju- as I'm sitting here, I just realized that Pick Dundee and Moneyline Mac is a fabulous <laughs> fabulous <laughs> name duo. We're going to have to do something with that. 
It does see, yeah, it does seem like right out of a uh, 80s movie. Pick Dundee, <laughs> Moneyline like, Mac, take down the city. For some reason, Moneyline Mac is just being played by Eddie Murphy in, the, in this in this uh, the image in my head. But yeah, yeah you always got to do the buddy cap. <laughs> All right, one more time Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, worst of luck to your Philadelphia Eagles. Kramer, let it ride. Fly, you